Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to episode 17 of the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark. In our last episode, we began exploring the NLP goal-setting tool called Keys to an Achievable Outcome. This is yet another powerful strategy modelled from people who consistently achieve success. And their strategy has been documented for us, much like a recipe, step by step, so that we too can achieve success in the pursuit of our dreams and goals. In today's episode, we'll delve more deeply into the first two keys, stating our goal in the positive and specifying the present situation. How awesome is it that NLP captures the structure and strategies that have already been proven to deliver success over and over again? Imagine that you've been working your way through the process of really building the life you want to have, your own version of a successful life. And as you work through this process, you gain even more clarity on what it is you actually do want to have. You've used the first of the five success principles, knowing your outcome, and you're also getting a greater understanding on what needs to be done, so the targeted actions that you need to take to actually achieve the outcome. And perhaps if you've listened to the earliest of these podcasts, you may even be getting really, really clear on who you need to actually be to deliver on these actions and get the results you want. Now's the time when we want to make sure that our desired outcome is actually achievable. Because let's face it, we don't want to put in all this effort and time only to set ourselves up to fail, do we? This is where the keys to an achievable outcome adds loads of value. Using these keys, we get to really dig very deeply into the first of the principles of success, knowing our outcome. Now, the first key to transforming our vision into reality is fully using all our resources to achieve success. So to do this, we need to ensure that it's not only our conscious thinking and mind that's on board for this goal, because it'll be so much easier to achieve if we utilize our unconscious mind as well to support us in pursuit of our goal. Just think about it. Our unconscious mind is in charge of our attention. It, it directs our attention onto things that seem like they're important to us. Like if someone says our name, even in a crowded room, we'll most likely hear it and pay attention to it. Or if you're looking for a new car, as soon as you choose the type of car or the color of the car you want, suddenly you're going to see that type of car all the time. No, it doesn't mean that everyone is all of a sudden getting exactly the same car as you. Rather, it's your unconscious mind is now focusing your attention onto something that matters to you. 
And the really cool thing is that it took no extra work, concentration or effort at all. This is just how the unconscious mind works for us. And there are some other useful things to know about how the unconscious mind works because it functions in a totally different way than our conscious mind does. It's generally accepted that our unconscious mind thinks in symbols and pictures rather than words. It's not logical. It's the domain of emotions and it has the very important job of keeping us safe. The only challenge with this is that sometimes keeping us safe can be generalised to mean don't let anything change. And this can definitely be a problem if we have a goal or an outcome we want that requires us to make changes. Fortunately, the keys to an achievable outcome technique is well designed to get our unconscious mind on board with our desired outcomes, which is why you really do want to master these nine keys. Now, just as a quick reminder, there are nine keys and they are first, have your goal stated in the positive. And here I'm using the term positive in the sense that your goal statement excludes any words such as not or no. That means words like don't, won't, can't. They're negative words and we're going to exclude them from any goal statement that we write. The easiest way to nail this is actually to write it down because then you can see that you have written it and you have excluded all the negative words. I'll go into this even more in today's episode. The second key is to specify the present situation. So in relation to our goal, we want to describe our present situation. Where am I now? How far away from my goal am I? What is the gap between my present situation and my desired goal? Then we want to specify the outcome in detail. The fourth key is to specify the evidence procedure. How will I know when I've actually achieved the goal? And we want to also check if the goal is congruently desirable. The sixth key is ensuring that the goal is self-initiated and maintained. Number seven is checking that it's appropriately contextualized. Then we will write down what resources we need to achieve the goal. And the ninth and final key is to confirm the goal is ecological. So you're going to do that good for you, good for others, good for the greater good check. In other words, we're having a look at the impact of the goal, not just on yourself, but also on others and your broader environment. In today's podcast, we're focusing on the first two keys. Have your goal stated in the positive and specifying the present situation. Don't think of a pink elephant and bingo, straight away, an image of a pink elephant pops into our mind. This is exactly why it's so important to eliminate negative words from our goals. If our focus is on what we do want and our goal is stated in the positive, then our unconscious mind can focus our attention on that rather than getting distracted by all the pink elephants that we don't want. Now, as a coach, I know many clients are absolutely experts at identifying what they don't want. When I ask them, what do you want to achieve? Their goals sound something like, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to be poor because I'm sick of having no money. I don't want to be sick all the time. I don't want to be on my own anymore. Notice that each of these responses is not answering the question I asked. 
I didn't ask them what you don't want. And yet, that is where their attention went. Now, there are a lot of reasons why we might go to the negative first. But regardless of the reasons, one thing we do know for certain is that we will get what we focus on. When our focus is on what we don't want, then that is exactly what we'll keep getting. Because just like when you are looking for that new car, your unconscious mind is out there following your instructions and looking for what matters most. And if you've said, I don't want to be poor, then your unconscious mind is busily looking for opportunities for you to be exactly that, poor. Think of our focus as being like shining a torch in a darkened room. We can only focus where the light hits the wall. All the rest of the room is in darkness, so we don't have access to it. If our torch is shining on losing my job, it literally can't focus on anything else like maintaining my job or getting a promotion or getting a new job in another company with more pay. If my light and my focus is on being on my own, it can't be on being the kind of person who attracts others, which will increase the chances of getting into a new relationship. So the trick is to shine our torch where we want our focus to be. Fortunately, it's easy to move the torch. All we need to do is give our unconscious mind clear instructions on what we do want, because then we really do bring all our resources into alignment, both conscious and unconscious, to support us in the pursuit of our goals. I think you can probably see now why stating your goal in the positive is so critical to making your goal achievable. The next trap we can fall into when writing our goals is to write them in a way that is a comparison to where we are now. For example, I want to lose weight or I want a better job. I want more money, I want to be healthier or I want to get fitter. These are really common ways that people will write those goals. But all these statements have a hidden assumption in them and that is compared to now. I want to lose weight compared to now. I want a better job than I have now and so on. It's true that the second key to an achievable outcome is to specify the present situation, which is how it is now, but we want to first be absolutely clear on our desired outcome, and only then do we bring in our present status, because that gives us our starting point. If we actually reference the present into our goal, it means we're focused on what we have now, and every time we move away from what we have now, Because our focus is on where we started from, that's what draws our attention. So again, the risk is that this constant focus will draw us right back to where we were. Because as you know now, we will get what we focus on. So let's have a go at reframing some of the goals we've already looked at so that they are stated in the positive. I don't want to lose my job could become, I want job security. Or, I want to add enormous value in my job. I don't want to be poor because I'm sick of having no money. Could become, I want to establish a wealth plan from which I build a strong financial position. And then, of course, we'd have to go and define the specifics of a strong financial position. But we'll talk about that more in another episode. I don't want to be sick all the time. Could become, I want to be healthy, fit and strong. Or, I want to establish a health and well-being plan from which I build my health, strength, fitness and vitality. And again, we define the specifics of each of these. 
And for some of the comparison goals, like I want to lose weight, we could say I want to weigh 65 kilos or choose a weight that is appropriate for you. I want a better job could be I want a 35 hour per week job Monday to Friday with an annual salary of $75,000 plus superannuation. Can you see the difference there? When we state our goals in the positive, we're being really clear about the outcome we do want. We'll get even more specific about our desired outcomes when we delve into the third key to achievable outcomes in the next NLP Matters podcast. So for now, let's have a look at the second key, which is specifying the present situation. Basically, this key gives us our starting point. We ask ourselves, where am I now? Part of being motivated to achieve an outcome is recognizing that you don't have it yet. It's really important to acknowledge that there is a gap between where we are now and where we want to get to. As you know, motivation is a critical factor in people taking action and achieving their goals. What you may not know yet is that motivation is created, maintained and driven mainly through our unconscious mind. And as we've already discussed, writing our goals in the positive is one important strategy to engage the unconscious mind in our goal-seeking quest. But the unconscious mind can be pretty tricky. Just think about when you're asleep and have a dream and then you wake up. Sometimes it can feel so real that it takes a bit of time after waking up to realize that it was in fact just a dream, right? Well, this can happen with our goals too. If our unconscious mind imagines we have already achieved our goal, then it might think that we have. This means our drive and motivation will most likely evaporate because Why do you need to work to achieve something that's already finished? By connecting to our present state, being in the moment, and seeing our future state outside us like a movie, when we achieve the goal, we can see it like a movie. We can notice the differences as we look at ourselves in the future having achieved our goal. See how we're feeling, hear what we're saying, and then compare that to where we are now, present in this moment. We can feel how we're feeling now and compare that to our future self. See how we look now. Look down, see your body, hands, feet. Then look at yourself in the movie in the future, having achieved your goal. As we make the comparison of present state to future state, we keep reminding ourselves why we want that goal. What will it give us? How will will it feel when we have it? And who will we be once we're there in contrast to now? You might even like to give yourself a score out of 10. For example, with a health goal, how would I rate my health right now? Maybe it's a 5 out of 10. Then after achieving the goal, the score is 10 out of 10. And the gap is 5. And we want to be really clear about that gap. As we notice the gap, our unconscious mind is already working out ways to close it. What do we need to do to get to that 10 out of 10 score? It may be that it's already started working on some of the autonomic systems that the unconscious mind runs so well. Things like our metabolic rate, energy levels, digestion. Perhaps, maybe, we're already on our way to achieving our goal. I trust you can see the value of adding this powerful NLP technique into your goal-setting strategies. 
It brings loads more detail to that first principle, knowing your outcome, and really ensures that our goals are designed and structured to maximize our opportunities to succeed. And there's even more gold to come as we explore the rest of the nine keys to an achievable outcome. Go and have a look at your goals. Are they written in the positive? Can you apply what we've covered today to maybe giving them a bit more of a polish and structuring your goals so that brings both your conscious and unconscious resources to support you in your pursuit of success? And remember to stay aware of where you're up to and the gap between the present situation and the end game. That's so important. Join me in the next NLP Matters episode as we continue to explore the keys to an achievable outcome and how using this really cool NLP technique can absolutely turbocharge your results. Stay awesome and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.